It's the moment you've all been waiting for. The Forum at 8 with Sakina Kamwendo on AM Live. The Forum at 8 with Sakina Kamwendo. And indeed, it is that time at nine minutes after eight. Now, some media practitioners in South Africa believe that uh, the recent opinion pieces by some of uh, the newspaper editors in the country could be seen as a bid by authorities to exert influence over the media. Now, over the past week or so, we've seen contrasting opinion pieces trying to influence the debate about the role and, uh, more importantly, the agenda of the media in South Africa. And while some suggest that the media has a duty to report good stories and assist in taking South Africa forward, others simply say that the call for the media is uh, for solution-based journalism. Uh, we'd love to hear what your thoughts are. What do you think? And also in the mix uh, was an article by Citizen Editor Stephen Mutale, whose article says that it's time to admit and apologize that the media have been unfair in their reporting, particularly on President Jacob Zuma. And perhaps the media has even tried to bring him down. So this morning on the Forum at 8, we ask, does the media in South Africa act like unelected opposition. And I must apologize, we did, uh, in fact, you know, confirm Steve Mutale for the discussion this morning, but um, he's chosen uh, television cameras over uh, the radio this morning. So unfortunately, he will not be with us. But we do have with us to move the debate forward, uh, Figile and Sigileno Moya, who's editor of The Mercury, joining us from our Durban studios. Thanks so much for coming through this morning. Good morning, Sakina. Um, thanks for inviting me. And we also have with us former newspaper managing director and journalist um, Mzi Malunga. Thanks for your time as well, Mzi. Thanks, uh, Sakina. Good morning to you and to your listeners and to to Figila as well. Hi, Mzi. Now, 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 let me just start. You know, if, if we take a look at what uh, Mohsin Williams and Steve Mutale, um, you know, had written over the past week or so, this is not by any stretch of the imagination a new debate, um, Z. Um, you know, these are issues that have come up. They've cropped up before. They have been discussed. Would you say there's anything new in this round of discussions? Not necessarily new. But uh, what makes it uh, more punchy is the fact that uh, it is written by somebody who is a practicing journalist at the moment. Historically, what would have happened uh, is that people would have complained from the outside to say the media is biased for this and that reason. Um, But currently, when you've got a sitting editor writing, like two sitting editors uh, writing, uh, almost similarly to say, for, for different reasons really, but uh, saying that uh, the media is acting in a in a positional mode, uh, it does uh, make one sit up and, and actually listen. And, and uh, as uh, Figuero will tell you that uh, on other platforms where we are active, we uh, lock on on these matters basically about uh, the role of the media in South Africa. And I think it is a welcome debate that we should have because our Media is the fourth estate is, is a very powerful tool to influence opinion, and it's important that we talk about it uh, openly and there is honesty amongst, um, our, amongst ourselves as practitioners in the media space uh, about what, 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 what challenges we face uh, and so on.
So, 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 you know, talking about uh, these discussions that are taking place, I mean, as you rightly point out, you know, we need a media that is strong, that is responsible, that is honest, that is independent, um, for it to actually be that healthy fourth pillar of society. Do you believe we actually have that, Mzi? It's in a country like South Africa, it's going to be very difficult to have a fully independent media. In fact, I think the word independent or independence in South Africa, we should be cautious in using it. I use it in a qualifying mode to say, actually, I don't believe we can have an independent media in South Africa because this is a highly contested country, and we all have our opinions, um, everybody, uh, even the people who write. Uh, I suspect as professionals from time to time, people will try and say they are impartial, but I think we should not be seeking impartiality, actually, or even independence. We should be seeking... Uh, what I call balanced journalism uh, and doing the basic principles of journalism, which is basically my beef often that I find is missing in this landscape in most instances where the basic principles of journalism are thrown out the window um, in the, you know, in the, when people are rushing to print so that they can be the first to publish something uh, or another. And that's my problem because, you know, in journalism, um, you know, actually, also, the other thing is that you've got events journalism that is driving this country. You know, uh, just make an example to say that, well, when 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 the ad hoc committee of par- in parliament went to visit Nkanda, for instance, you know, that was the story the whole week. And then the ad hoc committee that then said and talked about this. And then the public protector did her rebuttal. But nobody sat back to say, actually, what was the mandate of the the of the ad hoc committee, you know, was it to look, you know, by basically they would tell you that their mandate was to look into the NCLECO report, not any other report. But if you listen to the commentary around here and say, why was the public protector not invited? And nobody even bothered to check the fact that actually this committee has no mandate to invite the, the public protector. And basically that is the, 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 the challenge that, that I have in the fact being sacrificed in the, in the, in the midst of emotion. Very interesting because uh, Figle and Sigeleno Moya, you know, as a sitting editor of the Mercury, what's your response to that? Um, thanks, Akina. Uh, firstly, um, uh, I do work for independent media groups, so, so uh, <laughs> using the word uh, independent in media terms is, is still um, uh, valid and it can be used without qualification. Um, but I think... Uh, I, I I agree with them um, with some of uh, some aspects of what Mzi was saying, but I I think that um, the difference uh, the biggest difference between uh, what Steve uh, has said now and what has been said previously is that uh, Steve is is basically confessing his own role in what he says has been a, a an agenda it is unfortunate that steve is not here uh, to to mm. to to speak for himself but i think for me the the, the contention is that um steve says uh, he uh, he was part of some um cabal or group of people or whatever how whichever way he would uh, have explained it that uh, sought to demonize the um the, uh, the state president and 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 
I know many people who who have um, written um, about the president uh, in unflattering terms, uh, who not because they believe that um, they are part of some cabal, but because um, they thought that um, their, their views needed to to be expressed. So. It's unfortunate that Steve is not here because I would have liked, I would have loved uh, to to hear from him. Who who else was part of this uh, grouping that he refers to? Because he writes in the uh, in 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 the plural, you know, he writes about how we did this to 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 the president, how we cover certain things, and 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 that for me is um it's 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 it's, it's really problematic. And then just coming back to, you know, some of the other issues um, that are highlighted as well, um, you know, talking about, you know, just basics uh, and and people lament the irresponsible, sensationalist uh, nature of reporting. Um, They say there's no respect for dignity, uh, that there are too many inaccuracies and um, not enough good news being reported um, uh, by our print media, especially would you concur with that? Uh, uh, are you referring to me, Sakina? Yes, yes, uh, Figile. <clears throat> okay. I think, uh, Sakina, the media organizations or newspapers in particular must speak to their audiences. You know, um, I can't, I can't speak for, 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 for everyone. You know, if, if I am convinced that, uh, 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 my audience, the, the, the readers of the Mercury are interested in certain types of, of, of news and, and, uh, and I think the best way of checking whether they, they like what I'm offering them is, uh, is, is their uptake. You know, um, so the, if, if, if you're talking about fairness and balance, uh, yes, those are, uh, uh, um, uh, the, 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 those are standards. You know, one must always be fair, one must always be balanced, and one must um, make the best effort to, 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 to reduce errors, you know. But uh, since uh, media is, is, is created by human beings, you know, um, errors will creep in. You know, but when when they do, you know, it is important that um, uh, we acknowledge the errors and correct them as soon as possible. And and, and in, in in a newspaper uh, platform, to 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 correct it as prominently as the the I mean to to prominently place the 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 the, the correction uh, as we had uh, placed the 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 offending article. You know, so so for me, that's uh, that's what it is. You know, um, other things. You know. Uh, they're far too general for me to say um, is the media too sensational uh, I really think that um, uh, everyone must speak for themselves and and, and, and sensational to one person is um, factual to another the, 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 the example that um, Zima Lunga just quoted about uh, the in loco um, inspection at Nkandla with the benefit of hindsight, reflecting on how your paper handled that particular matter, given the opportunity to do it all over again, would you do it the same way or would you change something about it? Hindsight is a perfect sight, as, as, as they say. Um, yes. Oh, uh, uh, in fact, if you ask me about anything at all, um, uh, would I have done it differently? A lot of things I would say, yes, I would have done differently. But 
I think that uh, the uh, 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 the Nkandla report, you know, the the public protectors um, uh, uh, report is integral in 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 the context of the Nkandla report. You know, um, it is it, it would be said if 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 uh, 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 journalists went to to sites and um, and and only uh, uh, looked at what the officials show them, you know, and never asked anything that is uh, outside of the parameters of what the officials showed them. You know, so um, the, 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 the public protector report uh, is part of, of, of uh, why Nkandla is, uh, 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 why, why, why the inspection in Loko happened. You know, so to put that in the mix is not uh, to, it, it is not to, 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 it's not bad journalism. Actually, I think it is good journalism. You know, um, uh, otherwise, uh, you know, people will only be limited to, to you know, the, the, uh, I don't know what they, they call these things that horses wear when they run. You know, the, people would be limited their view would be uh, they'll have tunnel vision because that's all they're being shown and that will not serve the public anyhow well uh, do you then believe uh, that the media in south africa acts like an unelected opposition party um I think the media in South Africa uh, uh, often does not reflect on its uh, media practitioners, individuals, often do not reflect on their own um, uh, uh, bias that they carry. All of us come uh, with uh, some political, social, uh, gender, whatever bias that we come with. You know, what happens is uh, a lot of times that uh, we assume that our point of view is neutral. It, it is. It is not informed by anything uh, outside of um, uh, who we are. You know, our, the communities that we come from, and the politics that we believe, or, or even religious sensibilities. You know, so when that happens. Uh, 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 it, it is it is not so much about uh, being oppositional but it is for me it is really about um, assuming that uh, your own viewpoint is neutral and um, and and, and you, you know without any uh, bias and I guess, you know, that's the question we're grappling with this morning. What's your view? You know, from consuming um, the media, uh, not just the print media, we're talking about the media in general this morning, but of course, a strong emphasis on the print media. What is your view on that? Do you believe from what you've seen, what you've, uh, you know, been consuming over some time, that the media does in fact act uh, like an unelected opposition, as has been charged? Or uh, do you disagree? agree with that notion and if so why 0891 is the number to dial our guest this morning Mzi Malunga former newspaper managing director and journalist and also uh, the editor of the Mercury Moya, joining us from our Durban studios Kolani uh, good morning good morning Fagina. you know Mutale he has got a job with government in a few months he'll be a spokesperson of a government you know post you know he has marketed himself this guy to you know get a post there you know, for me, the, the the worst part is to drag other people onto his, you know, whatever spy or agent he has become, you know, for government. Because the issue is, when you say we, and yet those people really they were just doing their job honestly, reporting to the editor, who has become to say, look, I'm going to do this because I know in, in few months' time I will come back and expose it. understand? He has done it wrong, you see. You see? We've got also our own view that, you know, media maybe has got a side, but only time will tell that, you understand? Because I can quote some few media houses whereby 
we know they always make sure that they give the ruling party more time than the opposition parties. Should we say those media, they are unfair. Maybe their auditors will say, no, give this party 90% of a time, give this one 2%, 1% according to the way they've been presented in the, in the parliament. For example, Sakina, we have known that, you know, SABC television, you know, 95% of the time when they are on their news, you listen, they will show ANC. And then when it comes to other parties, they will only quote the name of those parties. You never even hear those leaders of this party talking, you know, on the, on the news. We don't have a problem. But, you know, we always say, look, we don't, you know, we can only assume maybe they are doing it in good faith up until one day they expose themselves. The other issue is, like, you know, there's this other television one that was, you know, opened two, two years back. It's AN7. You know, people, they say this is a real, a pro-Zuma, what call it, television. Because the Guptas, it's, it's owned by the Guptas. We know Guptas are assigned to Zuma, are next to Zuma, are close friends to Zuma. But again, what can we do? Whether if they are doing it in good faith or in good journalism, you know, it's only the time we tell. Whether they say, look, we are, we are not biased, you know, we can't judge them up until one day they expose themselves. But to me, the worst part is that he mustn't drag out a good journalism onto his blood agent stories that he has come out with. Thank okay. you, Sakina. Thanks so much, uh, Kolani. Let's go to Mike in Middleburg. Good morning, Mike. Morning, morning, Sakina, and thanks for taking my call. Uh, the previous caller obviously does not have the history of liberation and the role of the media as a, as a reactionary forces. Obviously, maybe uh, he started to acquaint himself uh, after 1994. But uh, I cannot agree more, Sakina, with uh, Stephen uh, Motale. And actually, uh, his job might be on the line, uh, you know, from Citizen Newspaper, because this is one newspaper from the onset, right from its inception, had a mandate to discredit liberation movements, and particularly the governing party. And what, would, what was really puzzling is that even after 1994, they continued from where they left off. Remember, they used to be the mouthpiece of the then National Party. But after National Party died, they became the mouthpiece uh, of the DA. I want to give your guests some homework. Check editorials of this newspaper. Retrospectively, you will see what I'm talking about. And I want to salute uh, Stephen Motale for coming out. And uh, it is obvious that this agenda has been there and it has been continuing. As I indicated, what is heartbreaking is that uh, after 1994, it continued when we actually thought that now that we have democracy, level fields have, I mean, uh, fields have been leveled. We are all singing from the same hymn book, not necessarily wanting to create sweetheart newspapers towards a government or mm. the ruling party, but to be fair and square. But look what has been happening, and Stephen Motale has come forward. But uh, mark my words, he's going to lose his job as the editor of Citizen Newspaper because that is the reactionary newspaper. They still have that mandate. Uh, I really, really feel for him. Thank but you. But before I let you go, Mike, you know, what does this say about uh, Stephen Motale, the man, and the work that he's been doing? I mean, uh, Stephen Motale, the journalist, where, where were his ethics up until last week? Look, Sakina, you see, when you have a mandate, uh, remember you are in the payroll. Uh, it takes us back to the ownership of the media. You know, and actually the broader mandate, you know, the establishment, what is it that these people have been mandated to achieve? You look at the broader establishment and then it tells you that uh, 
this is what we want to achieve. You must discredit, uh, you know, the party that is in government now. You must make it look like uh, they are not fit to govern so that uh, people can have doubts about, you know, this country. And uh, that is why I'm saying I want to salute him that uh, lastly is coming forward to say, look, man, we've been given uh, this um, satanic mandate and uh, I can't take it anymore. Now I'm coming (laughs) out. I want my conscience to be clear. And we must salute him for that. But he's going to lose his job. All right. He'll be the former citizen. uh, He'll he'll be the former editor very soon. (laughs) Thank you so much, uh, Mike in Middleburg. Uh, And of course, you know, many questions already being raised around the timing of uh, this particular confession from Stephen Mutale. Why now? Could it be that he's already in trouble, that he's already on his way out? And, and, and um, it's really a pity that uh, Stephen Motale is not with us this morning. And, and maybe we should still try and get him. Uh, you know, unfortunately, he decided to go and do um, a TV. But we, we'll still try and get him to try and answer those questions. Or do you agree with Mike, you know, that um, this is a noble act on his part uh, to finally decide to break ranks uh, with uh, the establishment and their uh, satanic mandate, as Mike put it. On the Forum at this morning, we asking, does the media in South Africa act like an unelected opposition party? What are your views? And uh, coming from different uh, perspectives, there are different sides of this particular spectrum. But, uh, you know, what is your response to that, Mzi? No, I get very worried, uh, Sakina, many times when uh, people, many people, some people in this country where if you you have to people who espouse a view that might be supportive of either the ruling party or government, that they are angling themselves to some um, job in government or some tender. And I think that is a dangerous way of analyzing things in this country. And then when you are actually critical of government, then you are independent, which is a word that I also have a problem with because I don't, I don't believe that in this country there is anybody who is independent as well, actually contested as it is. But also going forward to take the discussion further, I also want to submit that in this country, you know, um, and I agree with with, with Figle a bit to say that we are not homogeneous. And he can, people can already speak about their publications to a certain extent. But there is a, a group of people that is basically moving in the same circle, uh, predominantly white and male, um, basically, you find them, you know, they are not active, that as, as active in, um, in newspapers or even in the media as, 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 as at the call phase like Figile is. But you find that these guys, you find them in academia, you find them, others call themselves analysts, you call, if, you know, they, they, they are the guys who basically work very hard. Of course, they are also, um, you know, for some reason, they are members of, um, the South, African, the South African National Editors Forum, and they are the guys who basically have pursued a particular narrative in this, uh, in this, in this, in this, in this, um, in this space. And mm-hmm. you find that they, when, 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 when they, when they is, when they are threatened a bit, uh, that narrative that they want is, they frame certain words like you know yellow journalism, psychophan, and stuff like that because of the fact that uh, they they want that hegemony that they have in terms of dominating the narrative to remain, and some of them are retired editors. But also, I'll give you an example. I mean, you know, when Fikile's uh, company 
was being bought by uh, Dr. Iqbal Saver. This group of people actually were even trying to uh, concoct a petition that will go to the uh, Competitions Commission to stop that deal because they said, well, you know, um, it is not in the public interest and stuff like that. They only backed off when some of the some black editors, I think, some of them, I don't know, didn't want to participate in this process, you know. And I think that is worrying because the very same people will frame themselves in certain platforms as independent and as objective, you know, which is, I think, those words in South Africa are premature. Mm. But what does this say about the agency of journalists, um, Z? Well, journalists are not, you know, I mean, as I say, homogeneous group. There are many progressive journalists, uh, you know, who love their country, who do their work diligently in this country. But there are others who are lazy, uh, who basically are driven by events and don't basically want to give the people you know, don't really care much about their profession. And there are others, of course, who've got a particular agenda. And I don't have a problem with an agenda, but I think as long as that agenda is declared, you know, that we stand for this, and which is why I'm a big fan of a situation where journalists come out, you know, to, to say, you know, they, 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 they stand here on a particular mm. issue, even if uh, or, or their political beliefs are at this, you know. There was a big debate at some point when uh, uh, some of Nsigalelo's colleagues, um, uh, Karima Brown and uh, Vuganim there, were wearing ANC T-shirts. And I realized that yesterday a former, edit, uh, former uh, reporter of uh, City Press uh, was seen in another, um, in, 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 a, in an EFF uh, regalia, for instance. You know, I don't have a problem with that. But I think I have a problem when people say, you know, would, would, would ha- hold those views but then, you know, somewhere call themselves objective or independent. I think that is my fundamental problem. Mm. And I think also, yeah. But doesn't this speak to the heart of the nub of the matter, the ethics of journalism and what this profession is all about? And, and, and if we are then, you know, to treat these as, you know, um, something that is a good to have, a by the by, uh, aren't we lost then? Yes, I think the ethics are very, very important in a profession like journalism because uh, what you know it is it is about is the fourth estate. So if if it is the one that holds everybody accountable, therefore journalists must be uh, people that public can trust. If people can't trust you as a journalist, then the license to trade your legitimacy also goes through the window. And that is one of the things that actually worry me in the trends that I see in South Africa today in terms of the media. But also it has to, it talks to other issues, of course, that we haven't even touched about or touched. Things like, for instance, um, the, the trading conditions that have actually depleted newsrooms to a point where maybe you find that the resources are, are, are low. Uh, you know, you know, 15 years ago in South Africa, any daily newspaper on average would have 100 plus people in their newsroom. Mm. Today, if you find 40, in a, in a newsroom, you are lucky, you know, because of the fact that in a daily newspaper, I mean, you know, because of the fact that the trading conditions and the landscape has changed and therefore the resources are depleted and, uh, you know, this, these are businesses also they have to keep um, in touch with, uh, you know, they have to remain afloat. 
Figulet, would you say that today in South Africa, would you say that the media has an enabling environment in which it can report freely, including reporting on wrongdoing, crime, and also the good things that the government, the ANC and President Jacob Zuma does? Absolutely. Um, I think I think we we are probably in the best uh, time of our lives, um, journalistically speaking, uh, as, as, as South Africa. You know, um, we have uh, institutions that protect um, the, the, the the right to, to to freedom of ex- expression. We have. Um, uh, the constitution we have um y- y- you know um nothing has happened to a journalist who has reported anything about um the state you know in ways that uh, used to happen um, in 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 the previous um during the apartheid years you know uh, so we have uh, everything going it, it, it actually takes me back to what uh, both Kolani and Mike were saying that we have so much freedom that you can actually have what uh, um Colin called uh, Gupta TV or, uh, 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 or to drive what um, uh, Mike called demonic agenda. You know, that's 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 how much freedom we have in this country. And nobody is forcing anybody. If 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 anybody wants to pursue a, a, a demonic agenda by whatever that uh, um, the definition uh, that is, you know, you are free to do that. You know, and it's, it's up to the, uh, your audiences to say that they like uh, your agenda or not. And if they don't, you know, um, SMZ has just said now, these are businesses you know if 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 you if you're making bad business decisions you know um the numbers won't lie you know they will mm. they will expose you so so i'm happy with the state of um uh or well, the conditions under which uh, south african journalists uh, operate currently is there pressure on journalists uh, to conform to a certain narrative in some newsrooms the the, the the pressure to 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 conform is not only in 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 newsrooms it's 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 a societal problem you know um but it is i think that the uh, uh, media practitioners in particular have a duty to to themselves and to the public to 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 own their own thoughts you know i i believe that um freedom freedom of expression can only be exercised by by free people you know unless you are are free you know um and by being free i mean owning your own thoughts owning your own uh, perspectives you know and be be willing to 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 live and, and for for and defend how you see the world you know uh, but people who who whose perspectives are owned by others are not free and therefore cannot exp- cannot, cannot practice um, uh, freedom of expression and that does happen though Yes, it, it, it does. Uh, there is. Uh, our, uh, it is undeniable that there is a lot of um, head mentality in 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 our uh, industry, and uh, Steve himself um, uh, confessed to have been part of that head. Uh, you know, so so it is. It, 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 it is undeniable. The the what I'm saying is that uh, people who are consciously or not uh, part of a head mentality. Cannot uh, practice. Um, uh, uh, cannot be trusted with freedom of expression. Well, let's take it back to the lines. Oh eight nine one one zero four two zero eight. Does the media in South Africa act like unelected opposition? Let's go to a gift in Port Elizabeth. Good morning. 
Good morning, Sukaina, and good morning to your guest. Look, I, I, I think the first caller, I think there was power of death, depth in his posture. And I think uh, Mike was put on in some of the issues he raised because one, what we have to understand, Sagina and your case, is that one of the pillars of the apartheid superstructure uh, was to provide rational intellectual support to apartheid system, which was the media. And whatever progressive media fought to, for democratization of the society, Sagina, it was initiated by the African National Congress. So the, the, this posture that uh, the AZ is anti-media, I think, is, is, not, is, is not correct. Secondly, Sagina, I, I, I think we must agree the media is a contested terrain. Mm. And therefore, cannot be neutral, but reflects because I mean <laughs> you will find that people don't understand that the media in this country reflects ideological values and power relations, which to me are based on race, class, and gender in our society. So, media cannot claim that its role is merely to reflect to reflect interests; rather, it helps to shape those interests. But lastly, again, I think that there is this overwhelming perception that the media in this country in general has failed to come to terms with a, with a political party that is predominantly black, which is leading our country. And, and within this environment, the state is always perceived in terms and role designed for an illegitimate state. And its activities and its public representatives are always viewed with suspicion by, and with, with open hostility by the media. So to me, the media as one of the most important social instruments, is expected to play a very critical role in informing and educating the public in a manner that is neutral, Sakina, balanced, and also non-partisan. But this neutrality, Sakina, and I want to emphasize, this neutrality can only be protected if those in the newsroom do not have any political agenda in conducting their work. Because I always have this question, why the media accepted Chris Van Onselen, who was a journalist, in fact, who was a, a spin doctor of the day, but all of a sudden now is part of the business day. And I always read these articles. Sometimes his articles, the posture that it takes, uh, reflect the views and aspiration of the DA. So there is that political agenda in the media. And I think okay. it, it, it's act an unelected government. Thanks so much, Gifting PE. Yanish in Cape Town. Good morning. What we are talking about just today is a reflection of this. Uh, partially uh, freedoms of the speech and expression. Uh, Gift and Mike, uh, the previous scholars, uh, represent typical uh, support for the ANC, for the government. And uh, another guy who, another man who spoke before, he was criticized uh, the government. Mike Young Newlands, for instance, will support the DA. And it's a right. We've got the right to express our, our feeling uh, in the freedoms of the speech and expression. And I, I congratulate you for allowing to do the cell, to do so, because we, we as, as a people, as a citizen of our country, we should express whether we are happy or not. Uh, for instance, talking about the newspapers, the, the citizen, uh, the newspaper was criticized, but what about New Age? How the New Age can produce the newspaper for 350? Who is supporting the financially this, this paper? The, the questions are, should be asked. Even our radio, this radio, which I um, so often uh, uh, express my feeling, sometimes, you know, we are not allowed to ex- express ourselves. Uh, as a, as a, we are calling sort of irregular callers, and we are put it down because I understand other people should phone and express them, themselves as well. So as a, as a regular caller, sometimes we are pushed back. That's fine. But sometimes, very often it's too much of this. Um, on the program of the um, uh, Rowena, very often when I phone, 
producer, I know that his name, Mr. Dlamini, often switch off me, does not allow to, to express. And that's not fair because we got the freedom of speech and expression. Okay, thank you so much, Janusz. Uh, Norman of Kosatu, good morning. Hi, good morning, Sakina. Kosatu Sakina argues that uh, unless we have not tackled the question of the political economy of media, secondly, unless we have tackled the, the political economy of communication, who gets to be interviewed and for what and who sets the agenda? We believe that um, some of the, the media stories might be seen to be uh, uh, towards supporting a particular political party. Let me give you an example. Journalists are, are human beings. They, 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 they sometimes take sides in terms of which political party to support. But we believe as COSATU that um, the media should always um, you know, stand by their ethics. Objectivity is one of, 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 of the fundamentals. So therefore, as COSATU, we argue that so long as some of the stories are seen to be supporting a particular view of a particular a political party, that the question of regulation will never evaporate in the mouth of the communities. But as Kasatu, Norman, before you run away, uh, as Kasatu, uh, surely you have a stake in some media entities. Ah, Norman is gone. Um, maybe Norman will come back at some point. Temba in Port Elizabeth. Let me be quick, Sakina. Sakina, it's not about ideas. It's about money, Sakina. Those who support the ANC in majority lacks the ability, financial ability to buy newspapers. And those who support the, uh, the, the, the narrative from the DA side, they've got the money, they've got the past, they buy the newspaper. So the media houses, when they write stories, they write stories to entice the DA support to buy their paper so that they can make money. That's what it is. Secondly, Sakina, had the media not followed the political narrative when it comes to Nkandla, had they gone into Nkandla and examined the report and the processes based on the project management principles and understanding of Public Finance Management Act, we would not have Nkandla having been sustained in the, in the air for three years or more than three years. We would have now understood that politicians are out of this thing. It's only officials and crooks who have manipulated the prices and made the Nkandla what it is today. It's a media, Sakina, who refuses to follow transformation in Rabi because they do not want to go to the bottom of it. It's finance or it's money that speaks in rapid transformation. But media is scared even to tell us that many white schools or, or former white schools are supported by big brands in this country and schools in the township are not financially supported. But media is not following that because black people in general do not buy newspapers. What else do we want? It's all about money. It's all about money. Unfortunately, we don't have money, so we will not have control over media. But what government has, government is tied down by the law to advertise in the media. So that money, media knows that money is there for them for the taking. Government will not advertise anywhere else except them. If government does that, as Neba Fakwe has done in the Nelson Mandela Metro, they will take you to court and say you are not advertising as widely as expected by the law. Thank you so much. Uh, Temba in Port Elizabeth, uh, just a reminder of the question we are asking this morning. Does the media in South Africa act like unelected opposition? Uh, let's go to Jeffrey in Vidbank. Good morning, Jeffrey. Good morning to all, uh, SK. You know, the question is very difficult to answer. 
uh, I'll tell you why. The reason is, uh, in the media houses, those journalists, they have an, uh, a certain interest from a difficult, from different political parties. But my worry in this, uh, Sakina, is when the, the journalists, they report uh, the bad uh, news and put them on the front, and when the good news happens about the country, they put them in the middle or at the back, you understand? That's my problem. And the other thing that they're not doing, when they, they pick up the story, they don't follow the story. But especially when the bad news, like now, the president is in, in Botswana uh, for the SADC mission. So you you will hardly find it on the on the on the front page of of the newspaper. So you will find it inside. But the bad thing when the president do something, don't put it there so that the 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 business will go. Because one of your 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 guest he said if you do the bad decision, the one of the bad decision is when you report about the good things in the country, which is called good journalism. Because the the media they as well responsible for uh, uh, making sure that. Okay, that's uh, the view um, of, um, well, there, I lost the name there. Um, uh, but uh, thank you so much, all the same. Um, uh, let's go to Riaz in Pulukwane. Good morning. Good morning. Um, the Between obsequiousness of uh, some uh, newspaper outlets and the opposition, you know, it's hard to argue, um, you know, to answer your question because... Uh, people are taking uh, sides and basically money, ideas, political affiliation play a role. And what is missing is, in fact, the contestation about public reason, you know, where you act in the public interest. Of course, this is contested, Mm. right? But when people are playing particular wickets for particular political parties or ideas, then that is the use of private reason. That is the contest in civil society, and it's ugly, as Hegel put it. But the fourth estate is about giving information so that people can make up their own minds. Sapere aude. Does, there's no, in, in matters social or political, there's no Archimedean or objective position. But the objective of the media should be so that people can even make a contrary decision given a particular opinion or particular view. But where there is absolutely no contestation uh, in the realm of ideas is around financialization. When we have 200 million taken from Nkandla, it's a big issue. But when the Reserve Bank raises interest rates and takes billions every month from consumers, you know, who are heavily indebted, or when you have usurious lending. You know, that's forbidden in the Bible, the Quran, the Torah, you know, the Bhagavad Gita, right? That doesn't get mentioned at all. All right, that's Riaz in Polokwane. Uh, see, we have Norman from Kasatu back on the line. Norman? Yes. I don't know if you heard what I asked about uh, the stake uh, that Kosatu owns in the media at this point. You, you, you'll understand that uh, indeed some of our affiliates have got stakes in the in the in the media fraternity but what it needs to be taken forward is that indeed the the the, the tentacles of the political economy dominance in the media space are producers that is why when you know, journalists are sent to assignment when they come back their stories are killed we have never had that they had batting can be in the newsroom but uh, lately 
you know, tackles are happening in the newsrooms than in the soccer field. So we believe that the question and the discussion on the political economy of media, political economy of communication in South Africa, we must continue debating them so as to ensure that the media, the national broadcaster in particular, must occupy its space of nation building. Thank you so much, uh, Norman um, from Kosatu. Well, we only have a few minutes. I'm going to give you a minute each to wrap it. Let me start with you, uh, uh, Figile. Uh, uh, thanks, SK. I really think that um, it's a pity that uh, some uh, uh, some people do not see how um, how unhelpful the narrative that the media is, whatever they think it is, um, it, it, it is as unhelpful as uh, saying the ANC is corrupt. You know that it is it is um, painting the media with the same brush, and uh, not differentiating it, and 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 this lack of um, nuance is, is you know doesn't help anyone. You know, and it's, it's also a great pity that um, that it seems to me that uh, people think that uh, the media is some exotic animal, that uh, unlike any other area of life in South Africa, that the fact that it is contested, the fact that uh, uh, people uh, go into newsrooms carrying their their world view, it seems seems to 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 surprise people and i think it shouldn't because we are all who we are all what uh, all of us uh carry um, our baggage whether you go to to the boardroom whether you go to 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 hospital you work in hospital or or you drive a bus you know all of us um uh are are, are creatures of our own um uh, the communities that you come from figlen sigelelo moya editor of the mercury mzima lunga well, Sakina, the the stuff that will uh, drive me in particular, I think I should thank the two editors who basically started this whole debate because it's long overdue, and I think it should not be allowed to die because there are people who probably it's in their interest that would want it to die a natural death like many other debates we have had in media before. What we need is uh, to continue this debate, uh, especially talking to the issues of ownership, transformation, and regulation of, uh, uh, of, of print media in particular because, uh, you know, when we talk regulation, people think that we want to muzzle the press. In actual fact, the broadcasting platform already, you know, radio, television, is actually quite regulated. But I haven't had a journalist that said, you know, at 702, for instance, which is quite, uh, you know, robust in its engagement with the powers that be. Uh, saying that they've been muzzled as a result of the regulation that is there. But, of course, there is regulation. And I think uh, for print media to regain its legitimacy uh, properly in this, in, this, in this platform, they need to allow a debate to, to exist on independent regulation of, of, of print media, not necessarily by government, but independent regulation, that we can actually frame it in, in another way. That will bring back legitimacy. Where if, if an editor gets it wrong, then, you know, they know that their job could actually be on the line. Uh, unlike now, when the worst we can do is to be embarrassed with an apology. And that was Mzima Lunga, former newspaper managing director and journalist. Well, thanks for your participation this morning. It's uh, just after nine and time for news with Kumuzile Tabete.